104.7's Ryan and Tanya. With Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. Malaganas Edwards Johnson. For proper compensation, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. 131060 is the phone number. Here what I, here's what I want to know. Is this normal or is it weird? My girlfriend Bridget only shaves her legs in two parts because she has a, her favourite jeans that have like a cuffed ankle and a rip and she only shaves the bit on her knee which <laughs> the rip shows and she shaves her ankles as well and the rest of her legs under the jeans are as hairy as mine. Well, that's probably not fair <laughs> No, quite hairy legs. No, they're not. Um, and so when Bridget has a shower, she goes, oh, I'm wearing those jeans so I'll just, I'll just shave that little circle where the rip is yep. and I'll take care of the ankles. Yep. Um, and, and every time I, and I see her and I go... It just, it, it's, it's sure, smart. She's no. really smart. Keeping the warmth everywhere else, only having to do the business where you need to. I keep my jeans on when I do this. <laughs> just, just make the gap so bigger. <laughs> and then business as usual. Business as usual. <laughs> and, but what happens to the hair when you shave it? It just sort of falls into the shaver or in, in back into the jeans? And oh, then... I've not actually thought of that. <laughs> no, it goes into the razor. I don't have a lot of hair. It's, it's real weird. Um, it's a little gross actually now. Jess, uh, is it a thing? It is definitely a thing. I do this all the time, oh. even in summer. Girls are smart. <laughs> even in summer. What, what sort of <laughs> pants do you have? Like, what, what are your little areas that you need to take care of? Is it a ripped jean the as well? Nation. Even if I'm wearing a skirt, I'll do it if I'm wearing a skirt. Yeah. <laughs> just just the lower the lower leg? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Long skirt and, yeah, taking care. Is, and is that, is it, like, do you notice when you're doing it, are you kind of chuckling to yourself or it's, you don't even think about it now, it's so normal? Yeah, it's so normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Agreed. It's not like you're pulling off some James Bond-esque move going, oh, the perfect crime. N- not at all. <laughs> uh, in right, Christy, uh, is it a thing? Uh, no, not for me. Oh. <laughs> so, I, I shave to above the knees always. I, I personally think it just feels spiky and annoying. I just can't bear it. Oh, no, you've got to get past the spike when it's soft and furry. <laughs> oh, I've, I've never been able to get past that point. <laughs> You're a better woman yeah, than I am. You've got to fight the good fight. Um, <laughs> let's go to Mel. Mel, are you doing this? Yes, most definitely. Uh, and is it... Pu- it's tiring pu- to do it all the time. <laughs> yes! So how long does yeah. it actually take to shave your legs? Like if you're in the shower or, bar- or whenever you do it? Oh, it depends on how well of a grooming job you want to do. Yes, there's so many levels. So that's right. So doing it this way, it's just it's just saving time. You can't be bothered. Who cares anyway? Yes, yes. And like you know, the only time I need to worry is when I go to netball, and half the time I won't bother. There's other ladies there in the same field. (laughs) Otherwise, I'll grab my husband's uh, shaver and use the number one and actually do it. Your husband's shaver, like the electric clippers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is great. Does your husband know that you're using his... Because does he use that on his face? Oh, oh yeah. My legs are clean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're, I'm, I'm out on this one. <laughs> um, let's go to... And I feel this is anonymous, oh. which for this... I, <laughs> uh, anonymous, hello. Hi, how are you going? Good, thanks. Um, I don't know why you're anonymous, because we're not talking about <laughs> who have you murdered, but uh, what, what's going on with you? <laughs> 
Um, same boat as the other girls that have pulled up. I, I guess I was anonymous because that because I would prefer no one to know that I do it. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I'm, am I doing it wrong by just time. being? Sorry. <laughs> that's why I didn't call the first time. But I do it for my ankles um, because I wear track um, like the cuff tracksuit pants. Yeah. So I do it for my ankles, and I also do the knees for the jeans, which is way more convenient and easy. So. I say be loud and proud. Don't hide it. Don't be anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Wave the flag know, for us, lazy women. <laughs> well, yeah, but it happens. It's definitely a thing. All right. Well, I guess that makes me feel a little bit better. Well, when I can I see Bridget to know that I'm not sharing my life with some sort of... Why are you looking oh, at me? Be careful with this. Be careful with what no, you... Think just, about what you say. I just want to say think? I love everyone equally. Happy days. Stop staring at me like that, Tanya. Oh. Can't put that pen down and yep. stop aiming it at my face. It's Thank down. Hit 104.7. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Ryan and Tanya's Sneaky Mexicans. Time to dust off your poncho, find your sombrero and get ready to party. Zambrero, fresh, healthy ingredients and a good cause. Feel double good. Yeah, and on the night of our Mexican party next Friday night, someone will be winning a trip to Cancun. So cool. All expenses paid, spending money, hotels, flights. And tequila. Party. Tequila, <laughs> plenty of tequila, that's for sure. Now, when you hear the Sneaky Mexicans, you've got to call through and they... They snuck in the hombres <gasps> just earlier, and the first person through here on line one. Hello, who's this? Uh, hola, this is Senorita Emily. Ah, oh. Senorita Emily, good morning. Good morning. Now, uh, you were the first person to call through, so let me just yeah. fire up my burrito cannon and pump out some tickets. Ooh. Ooh. That is wet. Whatever. <laughs> A delightful sound. Uh, Emily, do you have Mexican dress-up ready to go or at home? Um, or? I don't, but I'm sure you could find something, definitely. Emily, are you pregnant? No. Oh, never mind. Because what I really want to see at the party is someone who's pregnant, dressed up as an avocado, and the belly be like the nut. (laughs) I've seen that before. It's hilarious. Yeah. So I was just saying, I'm not saying it did, so maybe something to do with that. Yeah, Ooh. that'll work. That'll work. I like the pregnant idea. You know when you're little and you have like a big bowl of chips and it's like the wooden bowl? Yeah. Would that work around the other way as a... No, it's got to be real. Got to be real? Got to oh. have a big gut oh, well, sorry. to pull off the avocado. Uh, pregnant people only apply to our tequila-filled <laughs> party, apparently, according to Kat. Uh, Emily, congratulations on being the first person through and we look forward to seeing you next Friday night. Thank you so much. No worries at all. And if you want to be fired some tickets from our burrito cannon, oh. Uh, oh. keep an eye out or an ear out for the Sneaky Mexicans after 9 o'clock with Rich Beth because they are sneaking around Canberra as mm. well. So I saw can, them yesterday. You find them on the road and then you go up to them and you start dancing and then bang. This makes me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> and thanks to our mates at for making it all possible as well. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Right now, 131060. Is it ever okay to go through your partner's phone? Now, I guess the the social norm is like, oh, no, you shouldn't do it. But, uh, Kat, you... I was 100% yeah. on the no team. Absolutely not. Do not check. That's not who I am. Yep. You know, I want to have a trusting relationship. But... Yep. In one particular circumstance, I had a lot of doubt. I had a lot of people telling me these doubts, but I felt like I couldn't confront this person because I had no proof for myself. So the only way I knew I could get proof, because it was always a bit secretive with his phone, always kind of, you know, never just handed it over, which I don't expect, but yeah, yeah, real, a bit weird about it. about it, yeah. Yeah, um, and... Just one day, and I hated myself every single moment. Yeah. But I got the proof I needed, and I felt, in the end, 
not straight away, yeah. but a lot better in the end. Because you but, found what you suspected. Yeah, yeah, awful, but... And did that make you feel that it's okay that no. you didn't trust him because you oh. had a right not to? Well, yeah, like, I, I had a big gut feeling, um, mm. and I still think it's wrong to go through someone's phone, and yeah. I won't in the future. Yeah. But in this situation, it was killing me. The doubt was killing me so much that I just needed to know. All right, in Conda, Maddie, what do you think? Is it ever okay to go through your partner's phone? I think that it's fine. Like, personally, I think that you should totally be allowed. If there was nothing on there to hide, then, you know, there's... Yes, I think that it should be totally fine for your partner to go through your phone. Um, like, I, I've been with my partner three years and we're very open with our phones and, you know, you can check my message if you want or... And it's not because we don't trust each other. It's literally just because, you know, he, it's like... It's like when you live together, you share a lot of things and it's not like we share each other's phone, but, you know, it's more like, um, it's not like he's secretive with his phone and it's not like I'm secretive with mine. It's more, yeah, yeah, do you want to check that for me because I'm busy doing something like, mm. I don't know, Oh, so you're just like using that. each other's phones as a, like, convenience rather than a, yeah. a checking up yeah. on each other. But that's nice. Yeah. So you don't have to hide anything yeah. that you can just hand it over. Yeah, let's go to Yas. Ryan, what do you think? Look, I um, I actually agree with the previous caller. I'm on the exact same page. Me and my wife, we use we use each other's phones all the time. She has an Apple, I've got a Samsung, and there is no problem using each other's phones. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd say there would be a problem because anyone who's used an Apple who picks up a Samsung has yeah. no idea what they're doing because those phones are awful. <laughs> um, but, that's, yeah, it's good to hear, Ryan. Let's go to Shelley in Greenway. Shelley, do you think it's okay to go through your partner's phone? Yeah, I think it's fine. I, I agree with the other callers. Um, it's not a thing, not an issue. And then in my experience, when I did have a problem, I did find what I thought of. So. Did you confront from that? Yeah, definitely. That was um, straight away. I confronted him, had a chat about it, sorted the problem and moved on. Were they mad that you checked their, f- that you checked their phone in the first place? Because Kat was saying that what you wanted to confront him but then you didn't want to admit that you Yeah, I felt like phone. I couldn't because yeah. I, I'm not a kind of person that wants to admit to snooping so I don't want to be that person. So I felt like I couldn't bring it up. Yeah, you didn't have any problems with that, Shelley? No, when I brought it up, he knew straight away um, that he was in the wrong and there was nothing he could say to you know, blame me. Backed in the corner, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for sharing that with us, Shelley. Let's finish up with Emily in Gungahlin. Emily, you had experience with this? Um, Yeah, when it comes to the snooping part, I don't think it's right. Um, A definite no. Um, I think if you hear hear something from someone else, you should ask to go through their phone, and if they say no, then we know there's a problem. Right, you don't even need to check. That's that's it in itself, yeah. Yeah. I was actually thinking that if someone said, oh... I, can I look through your phone and they just give a stern yeah. or oh, nah that's, like, that's, that's yeah. weird about it yeah we know something's wrong and, and do you need to know what that something is or is, is just the fact that something is enough to kind of go oh well I've lost a bit of faith in you now uh, yeah well, I think so I think that's a um, that's a loss of trust to me yeah. Mm, yeah. that's interesting yeah Yeah. well thank you very much for your calls um, and you can, any more opinions put them on our Facebook page Kat does that make you feel any better I don't know like just because I haven't talked about this in a long time and this was a yeah. long time ago yeah. and now I feel like again I feel awful in myself I feel like I'm an absolute crazy but in the end yeah. I was right, <laughs> <laughs> I was right. <laughs> get up with Ryan and Tanya hit 104.7 alright there's always a debate here in Canberra 
the North versus South. It's like, you know, it's one south. of the great divides. There's no debate. Kat it's is, south. is Team South, as we can hear. And <laughs> I hit the streets to, you know, compare the two. And I thought, what are the most lovely places of both the North and the South to be representatives of their area? So I went to Canberra yes. and Charnwood. Have a listen to the great people discuss <laughs> the great topic. So that was a bunch of kids supposedly screaming Charney bro while standing on the <laughs> Charnwood sign. But we start our journey in Canberra when I asked the locals what's better between there or Charnwood. I'd say Canberra's probably the best because, yeah, my mate got glassed in Charnwood so not really keen to head back there anytime soon. I've seen a bloke here with a hat and, like, he had a pigeon on his shoulder asking <laughs> for money so that was a bit weird, I guess. This is this a good place to work? Because most people are nice but there's a couple, of, a couple of interesting characters wandering around sometimes, you know? Oh, I think there's been issues here. I know that they got robbed here before at gunpoint but she seems to like it, so that's all that matters. Oh, we get deep here, but we go back to the socio-economic group of Charmwood, or has has been known as the, the Queenbian of Canberra. Why is Canberra <laughs> better than Charmwood? Oh, it's a little less bogan. <laughs> a few cops rock up every now and then, actually. A few paddy wagons, but apart from that, everyone's real friendly. So whilst the people in Canberra had some pretty sus stories there, the people in Charmwood had some interesting tales of their own. What happened back in the day in Charmwood that oh, gave her the bad rap? It's known to be a bit of a wild side of town, a bit of a rough spot, especially when the old tavern used to be there. There'll be a few punch-ups every now and again. Men and women on wild benders. Stabbing once. Why are people fighting? I don't know. <laughs> it's Charlotte. <laughs> what do you get up to? Getting chased by coppers. Really? What do they chase you for? For being dicks. <laughs> Can you actually be arrested for being a dick or do you have to do something actually illegal? Well, I said f*** the police over here one time to them and they caught me. <laughs> What'd they say to you? They said you're a smart-ass little p- Right, well, some of the great people. And uh, you can also see in the video that's on our Facebook page right now uh, the great Charmwood scooter race that I had with some 10-year-olds out mm. there, which uh, had an interesting result, fair to say. Uh, and I also did a review of the Charmwood chicken shop. Now, Matt, you've got yes. a theory about one of the girls who works there. Yeah, well, it's obvious. It's it's plain to see in the video. So when you go check it out for yourself, you can see. But one of the girls is definitely giving you the uh, radio-friendly version of love, loving eyes. Ooh. <laughs> Free well. chicken for life. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Mia Friedman and her website, Mamma Mia, has been uh, called out for the, you know, the the being the sexist bullies that they are. Uh, this this like website used to be like one of my one of my faves, and I think mm. a lot of people <laughs> were the same. Same. Yeah. <laughs> can't know what I'm talking about again. But so, if you don't know what the brew ha ha is about uh, today, so Mia interviewed this lady named Roxanne Gay, who was like the original bad feminist, and she's written heaps of books, and mm. she was like power to the te- power to the people, and she has had a bit of a, a weight struggle over the last few years, and she's written a book called Hunger about the fact that she she's always hungry and she can't lose this weight, and she is quite a big person. Um, now, it's sort of a pretty interesting interview, and in trying to sell the interview, Mia Friedman has said this. Um, a lot of planning had to go into my interview with Roxanne Gay. Will she fit into our office lift? How many steps will she have to take to get to the interview? Is there a comfortable chair that won't break under her morbidly obese frame? God. Oh, my um, God. And, and goes on and on and on, uh, to which... You know, Roxanne, she did the interview. Is mm. like, yeah, this is great, uh, helping promote my book. And they had a, a fun chat. Yeah. And then she gets home and she reads the description and goes, 
Whoa. Are you joking? She sends a tweet saying, I actually, as, as much as I'm mm. not as healthy as I'd like to be, I walk a mile every day. She's an American lady, mile. Mm. So every day she'll go for a walk a mile. And then to read that, oh, is the lift too far from the interview chair? Jeez. I mean, how offensive is that? And so she tweeted back saying, oh, this is ridiculous. She said, I jokingly asked once, Oh, hope you got a, a chair strong enough. Yeah, 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 when yeah. you're joking about yeah. yourself as well. And That's then, right. Yeah. And then for me, yeah. it just sort of go this, and I and it just reminds me of all the awful things that Mama Mia and Mia Friedman have said. Um, because I think like feminism used to be like this empowering word mm. and like power to the ladies, but now they kind of use it as an excuse to just bully men. And now they've moved on to making up literally lies. Like, will she fit in the lift? Like she's heavy, that's but she's ridiculous. not like yeah. That's that, and that's just so cool. That. Like that's just nasty. You yeah, know? and I mean, pick, when someone comes in to do an interview with you for Mia's podcast yeah. for free, which Mia's going to get clicks from and sell ads on and whatever right. and that sort of stuff, and goes in and is really nice and does this nice thing, and then you're mocking someone for the exact thing they've come in and mm-hmm. been so so awful about. Now, like, I make fun of a lot of people on this show, and every morning we have fun, and I feel like. When well, a you need to like pick your targets, <laughs> mm. and and b it's sort of like well if you give it out you kind of take it back. And what I hate about Mamma Mia is that if anyone ever criticizes them, they just like drop to the floor and play victim. Mm. Oh, poor us, no, we never meant any of this. Mm. And I remember that Mia Friedman once said like how great Anna Mia's the, the the Olympic cyclist is, and she is one of our great Australians. Mm-hmm. And she gave this big speech about what a great role model. A few weeks later. Cadell Evans, male, wins the Tour de France mm. and she comes on TV and goes, just some guy riding the bike, what's he done for anyone else? And I just thought, nah, you've lost me. And it mm. just, again, just another, like, massive hypocritical yeah, that's statement right. to come out and say that. And they've, apparently they've sort of inter- uh, apologised and this is what they've said in their apology. Uh, sorry that some people misunderstood what our intentions were. And it's like, nah, mate, you just made up lies. Yeah. You just made up lies. There's no misunderstanding But your intentions here. are also plain to see in the way yeah. you wrote an article. But they also, yeah. I, I like you how me is written in the actual podcast. None of this is disclosed with a mean spirit. It's part of what Roxanne writes about in her new book. Is it? It's not. And, and that's, that's not and okay for you to then think it's just because she might joke about little bits and pieces in a book. Mm. Doesn't mean it's okay for then you to join that bandwagon. Yeah, wagon. and like, if you see the, the Twitter stream of Roxanne, she actually says, yeah, I never said that. I never said this. This isn't true. This Mm. is false. I once said this one joke to her off the record and that was it. And we kind of laughed and even jokingly said, ha, yeah, don't put that in. And Mia said, oh, usually I don't talk about the behind the scenes stuff, but I just thought this was interesting. Yeah. And then to add to it as well. I thought it would sell clicks. I thought it would sell clicks. I mean, that is super, super sad. And uh, I'm glad that Roxanne stood up for herself and uh, power to her. Hit 104.7.